Hello everyone, welcome to Coffee Talk with A. Of course, my name is A and I'm a life coach. Please continue enjoying your Saturday afternoon wherever you are. And by the way guys, thank you all for supporting our first episode last week. I got a lot of positive feedback from our followers and I'm so grateful for it. I'll do my best to give you credible insights for each topic we discuss here and learn together while learning from each other's experiences because life is more meaningful when it's shared. Please continue sending your questions or consultations via voice clip. I have completed my topic for the month of March as I've received these questions from our followers through their voice clip. So I'm really excited to give you really all the um, topics that we will have for the month of March. Yay! So grab your coffee, sit, relax, and enjoy. So, how was the past week for you guys? I hope you all felt productive and have achieved your weekly goals. Don't forget to give yourselves a pat on the back for a job well done and treat yourselves by either going to your favorite spa or go to a coffee shop or treat yourselves for a massage. We all deserve a break and time to recharge. So, for today, we have a new sender and we will call her Shane not her real name and she's from Cebu City. Let's go ahead and listen to her question. I believe this is a very timely and relevant topic where most of us can relate to and um, I, I just want to say this that part of who we are today is influenced by our past experiences and most of these experiences was even way back since we were kids. Sadly, these experiences, either good or bad, empowering and or disempowering started at home so let's listen first to shane's question and then we will discuss further hello po coach a tanong ko lang po sana kung bakit ang hirap hirap mag say no to my family every time na may kailangan sila na kahit walang-wala ka na, gusto mo pa rin silang tulungan. Paano ba to? Ang sakit-sakit kasi sa dibdib pag wala kang maibigay. So there, and um, for the sake of our non-Filipino followers, let me translate the question of Shane. And um, I hope I'll be able to translate this correctly. So she was asking, why is it so hard to say no to her family every time they need something from her? That even if she has nothing to give, she still wants to help them. And it pained her sometimes when she can't provide or give whatever they need or whenever they needed something from her. That's her question. And um, so that our clients or our non-Filipino followers would be able to, you know, um, understand or relate to Shane's question for today. Shane, thank you so much for taking the time and sending this question. By the way guys, Shane and I were discussing her struggles when she sent this voice clip to me and um, so 
uh, I asked her several questions as well so I would have further idea about what she's going through and its impact and um, I, I want to read her exact words as to why she asked this question and this is what she have to say sometimes I feel like being selfish I'm just used to care a lot for others and even ask one day how to love myself and how to be happy for myself because I grew up being happy if my family is happy and realized they don't treat me as one and ended up confused on how to start my own or how to start on my own I don't know how to say no I always sacrifice pero now I'm starting to say no na po nakakapagod din po kasi na kahit ibigay mo na lahat it's still not enough I'm still not enough yung feeling na napapansin ka lang pag may kailangan sila o kung may maibigay ka I'll try to say no this time Grabe talaga impact sa akin. Yung outcast ka sa family and then ginawa ko na lahat para ma-appreciate nila. For 35 years of my life, ngayon lang ako napagod at na-realize na dapat stop na ako. I just need to accept na I can't force them to love and care for me. Akala ko may mali sa akin. Akala ko may kulang pa na hindi ko nagagawa or naibibigay. For 10 years kong pagtatrabaho at bigay halos lahat ng sahod ko, nafe-feel ko lang yung love pag may maiaabot na ako. Pag wala, wala lang kwenta. Problema nila, problema ko. Pero pag kailangan ko sila, wala sila. Kahit presence na lang nila. Minsan I ask myself if mahirap ba akong mahalin or pera ba basihan ng love. Kung pwede pa lang ako masanla noon, nasanla na ako. Kahit payslip, hinahanapan ako. Kahit halos lahat binigay ko na sa kanila. Buti na lang po, hindi ako nag-follow sa wrong path. Ginamit ko yung mga pinagdaanan ko as my motivation para marating ko kung ano mayroon ako ngayon. Pero affected pa rin mga responses ko. Kasi tulad ng sabi mo sa video mo, na sabi ng stepmom mo na ikaw ang tinik sa buhay niya. Same here, malas daw po ako. Kung bakit daw, pinatay na lang niya ako noon, sabi ni mama. Kung sana daw, pinatay na lang niya ako noon. I cannot imagine how hard it is for Shane to experience emotional neglect, emotional and verbal abuse as she grew up. Its impact is so obvious in each word I read and the pain she has to go through. It really impacted and influenced her self-perception and so she struggles in her relationships, be it with friends, co-workers, neighbors, even with strangers and other people in her life. Her responses were based on how she felt about herself, which I will be discussing in a few. Shane is one of my silent readers in Beerbesh, where I write my blogs. In her effort to help herself, um, she's doing research on how to understand and maybe seek answers to her questions and to also know herself better. She came across one of my videos in YouTube where I discussed childhood trauma and I think I need to create version 2 of it as I have discovered more real life experiences from other people that I spoke with um, recently. This is the reason why she mentioned about my mom uh, where we had a similar experience for verbal abuse. So before I go ahead and tackle this, I want to acknowledge Shane's journey that it was never easy on her part as a child and now as an adult. 
Shane, you are a very strong person. I admire you for being kind, loving, understanding, in spite of how your family made you feel and how they treated you. What happened to you is not your fault. Whatever words you heard from your mom or your dad or from any members of your family, it wasn't for you and it's not because of you. I want you to remember that. It was a reflection of their own frustrations and brokenness. The pain that they inflicted in you and to you came from their own pain. Our home is where we first develop our character, learned our values and important principles in life through our parents. But not every child is lucky enough to grow up so close with their parents, where parents are instilling open communication in the family, where parents will spend their time telling their kids their own stories while they are at their age where parents uses their own experiences in teaching their children about the reality of life, the many mistakes they've realized, and how they reap success so that their kids can be better than them. There are also parents who would raise their kids or children as an investment. This is really happening. Just because they fail their career, they invested in their child's education to take over the career or profession they've never achieved. Example, parents would dictate what course you would need to take up in college because they weren't able to finish that course as they married right away. Or there are parents who would tell you which company or job you will need to apply because it was their dream job. And there are even parents who would, you know, choose someone you should marry because they say they know better than you and that they know what's best for you. I don't mean to offend anyone or to insult or rebuke or call out anyone out there, but just speaking what was happening in our society, especially in the family unit. I'm saying this because three out of five young adults I spoke with have developed depression and anxiety because their common reason is that my parents don't understand me. In one of my live shows in TikTok a few months ago, someone commented on the comment section and typed in a message what's the fastest way to die imagine i was on live uh in tiktok i had to compose myself when i read that um message and invited the viewer to pm me after my show so we can talk we hopped in on a call and learned that she was in a relationship with a girl and her parents doesn't approve it her phone was confiscated she wasn't allowed to go out and during that time uh, I think she borrowed her sister's phone and saw me in TikTok. But I'm happy to know now that she's doing well. Our agreement after the coaching is to talk to her parents. You know, to be humble enough to talk to her parents and try to communicate and understand the reason why they're not approving that relationship, especially her mom. And she got an answer from her, from her mom and she said that nakakahiya kasi. And then they spoke and listened to each other. The issue has been resolved because someone communicated his or her needs to understand why the parent isn't approving or isn't approving the relationship. 
communication is so important in any relationship and sometimes our parents forget that they need to let their kids understand why they do why they do what they're doing <laughs> to to explain the why or the reason why they are doing or making that decision for their children but there are as well these type of parents who you know raise their children as an independent individuals who teaches them the power of freedom and making their own choices in life as they teach the basic principles and values they need to know to be better human beings and i'm proud you know to know such type of parents and i often you know meet them in one of my group conversation um in, in the community of coaches and there are also parents who teaches their children on how they take ownership of their actions and decisions but you know is forgiving encouraging and supportive enough when they make mistakes and give them assurance that they can do better that mistakes are lessons in life and not a sin that needs to be punished The reason why I'm telling you this is because I want us to understand the side of our parents before I discuss the message of shame. I understand that in our culture as Filipinos, we were taught to respect our parents. And as a child, knowing this gives us the perception that our parents should know everything and that they can't make mistakes and that they have to be respected and loved. We exercise automatic forgiveness to them whenever they hurt us physically or emotionally. It was like an automatic response to accept it as they are our parents, period. However, we also need to consider that our parents doesn't have as much awareness, support, and education on how to be a parent. And it started in their own individual awareness before they became a parent. Some of them were broken during childhood before they became a parent. And these childhood wounds have been sitting in there without recognizing it. And this is the reason why some parents are too hard on their children. It is not because of the child. It is not the child's fault. But it is because of their own frustrations and pain and brokenness that made them the kind of parent they are now. So what is the impact on children having parents who have not processed healing from their childhood trauma or the impact on young parents of these generations? What's the impact on children like Shane? Shane has experienced emotional neglect, emotional or psychological and mental and verbal abuse. We might think that abuse happens only physically but in reality and based on modern psychology, we can be abused emotionally and psychologically. Let's talk more about emotional neglect, verbal and emotional abuse that Shane had experienced as a child and the impact on it on her. Let's define what is emotional neglect. Emotional neglect can be defined as a pattern or relationship pattern in which an individual's affectional needs are consistently disregarded, ignored, invalidated, or unappreciated. For example, you tell your parents about your problem and how you felt about it, but you were not heard and just told to ignore. 
Later on, you as a child will learn to hide these emotions and forbid yourself to self-express because you don't feel supported or heard and understood. If you will not get past it as a child, you will continue this perception until you become an adult, which will impact your relationship. Later on in life, you will find yourself disconnected and having difficulty in expressing your thoughts and feelings, fearing that you won't be heard, that it will not matter. You will, you will suppress that emotion for fear of not being understood and heard. You will later on develop low self-esteem because you will constantly battling the pain of not being understood and scared to open up. Most often, this will lead to depression or extreme sadness and loneliness and some people will seek comfort in drugs, alcohol, and even sex. Shane experienced verbal abuse when her mom told her that she should have killed her when she was a child. This is the worst thing a parent could tell their child. And this is unacceptable. It is never a child's fault to be born. It is our responsibility as a parent to take care of them, nurture, and love them. Imagine how you would feel if you were a child or a person being told by your parents of their regret in giving birth to you. It's a shame for parents to do that to their children. This is very traumatic for a child to hear these words and it will leave a lasting wound to them. A child will not understand why a parent would say such a thing and will blame himself or herself for being born and being alive. Imagine a child will go through that. However, this verbal abuse she experienced and the emotional neglect she went through is a reflection of her parents' brokenness and frustrations and their pains are being passed on to Shane. Shane couldn't see this and might have not understood this because she's focused on how she felt because of how her parents made her feel. This is not your fault, Shane, and it was never your fault. But in Shane's eyes, she questioned herself, is there something wrong with me? Am I not enough? Am I not worthy to be loved? Do I need to have money so they can love me and appreciate me? Am I a member of this family? She was asking these questions because as a child, she was supposed to be loved and nurtured by her family. And because of this emotional neglect, it left a hole in Shane's life as she grew up. She couldn't find the answers to her questions and in order for her to be loved and accepted, she always had to prove herself by working hard for her family, by supporting their financial needs, and even there's nothing left for her own needs, she would always give everything to them. She couldn't say no to them because all she wants is to be part of the family, to be loved, accepted, and appreciated. Not saying no is a trauma response, and this is Shane's current struggle. She felt like she's compelled to say yes even if she meant to say no. 
because she doesn't want any conflicts that might mar her relationship with her family. She doesn't want to offend people and unknowingly, she became a people pleaser. Shane develops these behaviors unconsciously. She's unable to express herself because she doesn't feel heard and so she stopped expressing herself. It is also affecting her self-esteem and self-perception reason why she said these words. Akala ko talaga may mali sa akin. Akala ko may kulang pa na hindi ko pa nagagawa or naibigay. For 10 years kong pagtatrabaho at bigay halos lahat ng sahod ko, nafe-feel ko lang yung love pag may maiaabot na ako. Pag wala, wala ng kwenta. Problema nila, problema ko. Pero pagkailangan ko sila, wala sila. Kahit presence man lang nila. Minsan, I ask myself if mahirap ba akong mahalin or pera ba basihan ng love. This became part of her and has affected her relationships with others. She feels guilty if she's not able to provide or if she will say no because she, she thought she has to. There are times that Shane feels guilty for saying no. She thought that saying no is being selfish. She wasn't aware that she was responding due to trauma. The trauma of rejection, not heard, not accepted, not seen, and not appreciated. Shane, I'm so sorry. As a parent, I would like to say sorry for experiencing neglect and abuse while growing up. I want you to find comfort in knowing that you are a child of God. You are loved. You are precious. You are a gift. You are somebody worthy of respect and appreciation. This is never your fault. You have done nothing wrong. You are enough. You are kind-hearted. You are an empath as you feel what others feel because you've been there and so you are a gift to your friends and to the people around you. I was 43 years old when I knew my mom and then after being with her for two weeks, she ghosted me, left me again without a word. I also questioned myself, am I worthy of love? Is there something wrong with me? But then I realized it wasn't me. It was her own pain that led her to be the kind of mother to me. I realized I was chasing for her love even as a child. But later on, I also realized that why would I chase for her love when I knew I'm not loved? So I have to love myself and accept the fact that she doesn't care for me at all. The first thing to do to move past this is to accept that some people in our lives might not love us at all and it is not our fault because there are people who don't even know how to love themselves. How can they love others? It hurt and it's painful to know and see the reality that those people we expect to love us would not even care. But this will empower us to be stronger for ourselves and for those people who truly care and love us. I want you to know that I am proud of you when you said that you are now learning how to say no. I am so happy that step by step, little by little, you are giving that love back to yourself. Your inner child, Shane, was hurt and is hurting. Nurture that inner child and assure her that all will be well and that you will be okay. Recognize that you were hurt as a child and whatever happens to you is not your fault and it was never about you. 
According to Crystal Raypole, author of Healing Your Inner Child from Healthline.com, which article was medically reviewed by Dr. Alex Klein, a psychologist, we have to recognize and acknowledge our inner child's wound and listen to it. Our inner self is infected or affected by the wounds of our inner child because we haven't acknowledged and healed from that experience. And so when we face triggers, all wounds and pains are all coming back as if it was just yesterday. I would like to end this episode with these words and some exercises for those of you who are also going through different traumas. And I would like this for Shane to remember too. First, remember that you are enough, Shane, and that you don't need to be anyone or anybody for you to be loved and accepted. Just being you is more than enough. And if people, whoever they are, cannot accept you or love you the way you are, they've lost that privilege to be with someone as good as you. Second, it is not selfish to practice self-love because the root of all these pains came from people who inflicted pain to others because they don't know how to love themselves and so they pass their pain on to someone else thinking they will feel better but later on they will realize that guilt and it might be too late for them to see it. Third, do not abandon yourself by prioritizing others' happiness. If you mean to say no, just say no without further explaining yourself. This is what we call boundaries. It is not our responsibility to make other people happy or to make them feel good about themselves. Their happiness is their own responsibility. Your happiness is your responsibility. Fourth, Walk away when you feel like your presence is no longer needed and valued. Stop investing in people based on how you feel about them, but invest on those people who invest in you and based how they treat you. Fifth, keep a journal and write a letter to your inner child until all the words you would like to hear as a child or as you grew up have been written for her. Tell her everything you want to hear that you have been neglected and deprived of. Sixth, be mindful and practice self-awareness. You have to recognize your emotions whenever you feel something that you are not comfortable with, so you would avoid responding based on your past pain or just simply responding based on how you see and understand things at present. I hope those tips I've shared will help you start your healing journey. Time doesn't heal us. It just gives us time to forget what we felt. But later on, there may be instances that we remember those pains. It's normal. Acknowledge them and help yourself be back on your feet. Thank you everyone for listening. I know this is quite a heavy topic. I will try my best to do a version of this on my YouTube channel. But if you're going through the same experiences and you need support and help from a life coach, don't hesitate to connect with me. Or if you wish to see a therapist, please do so. Thank you so much and have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Keep going and never give up because life is beautiful. Bye everyone. See you again next Saturday at 5 p.m.